So in this fourth installment on the 17th of April, 2020, uh, I'm reading Luke 22, beginning right there from verse 24, very interesting passage. And there was also strife among them concerning which of them should be accounted the greatest. And he said to them, the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them. And they that exercise authority upon them are called benefactors. But you shall not be so. But he that is greatest among you, let him be as the younger. And he that is chief, be as he that does serve. For which one is greater, he that sits at meat or he that serves? Is not he that sits at meat, but I am among you as he that serves. Then suddenly he goes deeper into the kingdom DNA uh, of governance because this particular message, it's now shifting into the new order of governance that God is releasing into the earth that is going to be blessed by God, that is going to take nations out of bondage and out of obscurity and out of uh, going round and round in the wildernesses. So he says on verse 20, uh, 20, 28, he says, you are, though, you are they which have continued with me in my temptations, and I appoint unto you a kingdom as my father has appointed to me, uh, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on the thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, the Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed uh, for you that your faith does not fail. And when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. And then fast forward, he says on verse 35, uh, he said unto them, when I sent you, when I sent you without purse and scrip and shoes, did you lack anything? And they said nothing. Then he said to them, but now he wears a purse, let him take it and likewise his scrip. And he that has no sword, let him sell his garments and buy one. And, buy one. and then he goes on, to explain uh, some other things. Now, I want to quickly um, you know, mention right now to say beyond the global crisis that we are facing right now, when we go beyond this crisis, the whole system of what is going to work and what is going to succeed is going to change the whole um, DNA and wineskin of what is going to make people to prevail and to prosper is going to be totally changing because we've got to change the wineskin we've got to change the curriculum we've got to you know, remember daniel and his three friends when they were brought into a training school a royal training school a school of governance in babylon trained being trained by the chaldeans they had to discover that oh my god 
these people are a big empire but they are not operating by the wisdom of god they are operating by the principles from hell the principles of idols so it's it's one thing to build a big thing i don't matter whether you call it church or you call it government or you call it a business or you call it a, organization including ngos you can be running that thing it can even be big it can even be bigger than all big elephants put together or the big five but it can be of no consequence it can be of no future in the eyes of god because it's just going to fall it's just going to collapse especially when god begins to raise his kingdom remember the prophecy that daniel began to see when he was interpreting the dreams of Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel chapter 2, verses 34 and 35, he begins to tell the king Nebuchadnezzar about his dream to say, you know what, the stone that you saw, which came and it smote the huge image of Babylon, it smote the feet and the legs, and then the whole thing from the feet to the legs, the feet of mud, and the, 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 the legs of iron, and the, the whole stature of, of mixture of bronze and gold and the silver went up and it was driven away by the chaff, by the wind, like the chaff of the summer threshing floors. And then he says, in place of that, the, the small stone that smote the image, it then grew and became a huge stone, a huge mountain, and it covered the whole world. And then he goes on to verse 44 of Daniel 2, and he says, It shall come to pass that in the days of those kings, God of heaven will set up a kingdom, and that kingdom shall cover the whole earth, and that kingdom shall not be left to other people that kingdom shall be forever and ever so it is high time now when we are looking at the platform when we are looking at the at the sphere of governance the earlier in we take the council of psalms chapter 2 the council to say embrace the son embrace the son of god embrace the son of god align nations align governance of companies governance of churches governance of businesses governance of public institutions align them with servant leadership align them with the servant thinking and servant structure to be to to be to be serving does not mean you are timid it means you are caring it means you are caring the best interests of those that have been put under your hand and under your care like the shepherd cares for the sheep because guess what? The shepherd is nothing without the sheep. Guess what? The shepherd has no business to be congratulated by his master if the sheep are not in good health. The same manner it is with any ruler, with any governor, with any manager, with any leader in any corner of the world. I don't care how much you have amassed in your wardrobe or in your vaults of money. I don't care how much you have been hiding somewhere, but it all amounts to nothing if it cannot measure up with the original, which is the eternal and everlasting order. One day it will just be up in flames and you will be ashamed 
So the scripture goes on to tell us, Jesus says to the disciples, because they were busy fighting, I don't be surprised, don't be surprised. Sometimes people who don't go to church, they get surprised when they see people in the church fighting about positions. These things, they don't just go away because you joined church. They don't go away because you registered your name in a church register somewhere. These things, they only go away when you have gone through reformation, when you have gone through kingdom reformation. These things go away when you have gone through Romans 12, which begins to tell us in verse 3, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you come to the place of knowing the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. These are principles that have got to be taught. They have got to be imparted. And I have said earlier on, they have to be implanted in the hearts, in the spirits, in the souls of people. Because if we don't come to that level, our churches will just be empty gongs and empty shells full of sinful crowds, full of slothful crowds that are an irritation and iso to the God whom we sing about, to the God whom we claim to talk about, to the God whom we as we have put his name on the door billboards and on the gate billboards of those churches. It doesn't matter. You, we, we call ourselves, even when we call ourselves a Christian country, there are places where people call themselves you know, Christian country, you know, Christian, this Christian majority, that does not sanctify anything until we are reformed by the renewal and transformed by the renewal of, of our minds. So this is why Jesus had to do wrestling. Jesus had to do warfare with his own disciples and, and, and turning them away from being worldly in the apostolic team. Remember, these guys had already, this is Luke chapter 22 already. This is long after these guys had already been ordained and even appointed as apostles. But deep down in their minds, they were still so carnal, away and unable to comprehend that Christ who is in them is the hope of glory. The hope of glory is not your position. The glory, the hope of glory in your life is not the business card that you carry. The hope of glory is not going to be contained in the position that they give you outwardly. The hope of glory is going to be in the Christ that is in you. How much of Christ is in you? How much of Christ is logged in you? Because when he is logged in you, it means the Son of God is in you. If the Son of God is in you, the Son of God, who is he? He is the same one who Thomas asked and said, Master, show us the Father, because we want to see the Father. And Jesus Christ, the Son of God, answered Thomas and said, I've been with you for all this long and you don't know the father when you see me you have seen the father so when christ is locked up in you it means the father is already locked up in you if the father is locked up in you it means the king of kings is in you it means you are a prince yourself it means there is no higher position which outwardly men can give you there is no higher more satisfactory position that people can give you there is no other greatness 
there is no other greatness that you can ever be promised by any man meaning to say those that are dead in christ those that are full of christ they are not looking for outward positions they are looking for opportunities to serve they are looking for opportunities to function if we operate by that school of thought if we operate by that wineskin guess what everywhere every corner of the world they'll look for us everywhere every corner of the world they'll want our leadership they'll want our advice they'll want our counsel we will become a sweet smelling fragrance and we will be a a, a presence of healing a presence of sanctification a presence of deliverance wheresoever we manifest and wheresoever we appear because christ in you is the hope of glory it's not position in you the hope of glory it's not something else in you the hope of glory but christ in you these are the principles that jesus was teaching to these men and he's not just talking to them about some church stuff he even talks to them about eternal government stuff and eternal governance stuff because he says to them, you who have continued with me in my temptations, I appoint unto you a kingdom. I appoint unto you a kingdom. And this kingdom that I appoint unto you is such that you shall eat and drink with me at my table in my kingdom and sit on my thrones, on thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. He's talking about thrones. He's talking about government. He's talking about authority. He's talking about leadership. But he's talking to say, you've got to change your mindset because where you are going, the Gentiles have been loading things over people the gentiles have been lying to people the gentiles have been wanting to be served but when you go your system must be different your government must be different your kingdom must be must be different he says then after that he says immediately after he said that he says to to simon peter he says simon simon behold satan has desired to have you that he might sift you as wheat you must understand that once you start to go now on the promise of government and governance devils are never lacking devils are never in short supply because satan is going to pop up and he wants to sift you and he wants to sift you as wheat he wants to turn you into a ghost and a spook he wants to change your destiny he wants to change your location he wants to change where you were going he wants to capture your heart but guess what where we are going prayer is going to set free leaders jesus says i've prayed for you so prayer is going to be offered for all those that are in authority those that are kings rulers and authorities so that they might align with god's will so that they may not be ashamed so that they might get the revelation to say blessed is the nation whose god is the lord so that the principles of eternal governance truth can be restored back and repackaged back in our parliaments repackaged back in our cabinet sessions repackaged back in our financial planning sessions that they can be repackaged back in our local economic development without shame because i'm not ashamed of the gospel it is the power of god for saving anybody who care and dare to believe and so Jesus proceeds to speak to the 12 and he said to them, I've, Peter, I've prayed for you. 
and that you may fail not. And when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. Yeah, as we break now into the realm of kingdom governance, and kingdom governance is not is not is not something that waits for posters of making promises to people. No, 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 no. They asked he, him, they asked Jesus in Luke chapter 17, verse 20 to 22. They asked him and said, When is the kingdom coming? Because I mean those guys loved government, they, they loved kingdom, they, they loved positions like, like nobody's business. They, they were Pharisees and Sadducees and, and all other unregenerated people. They said, When is this coming? We love it. We want we yeah we we want we want to get into it and then he said it doesn't come the way you are thinking it doesn't operate the way you are thinking it's not politicking it's not political joking the kingdom of god is within you it does not come with observation you cannot say it is there you cannot say behold it is now near but it is resident in you right now it's your mindset it means what is it that you are doing righteously now that's the kingdom if you are doing any um, endeavor that you are pursuing now by the will of god that's government that's kingdom of god it has nothing to do with an election date it has nothing to do with waiting for some electoral commission somewhere in any country to announce an election date to demarcate constituencies and things like that no it has nothing to do with all that it's your lifestyle it must be within you the kingdom is within you that is why david when he was anointed for the kingdom they found him within him he was shepherding the sheep protecting the sheep taking care of them that's that's government that's kingdom that's where that's the foundations that the genesis of leadership where we are going i'm tired i'm fading i'm fed up of people who come to me and the first thing they are asking for is position but i have never seen them serving anybody i've never seen them asking for opportunities to help but they want opportunities to sit on top of people woe unto you if you are surrounded by such people and you call them leaders trouble will be yours god help us so the bible says the kingdom is within you check how they behave check how they are doing things check how they treat other people check how they handle people when there is shortage of food check how they handle people when there is little money and there is no plenty check how they handle them you remember what jesus did when there was shortage of food and there were five thousand people what jesus did when there was short, seemingly shortage of food and there were four thousand people and some of the disciples were, were advising jesus and saying send the people away so that they can look for food because they might finish our little food that is here i want to warn you if you are a leader whatever level you are don't be don't be sitting under wicked counsel so that you 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 surround yourself and you get surrounded with those that are only thinking about themselves and they don't care about serving because guess what scripture is very clear Acts chapter 20 verse 35 it says it is more blessed to give than to receive you need to surround yourself with leaders that are looking for opportunities to give not just opportunities to receive looking for opportunities to serve not opportunities to be served 
saved, not looking for opportunities to chase away others who are coming and leave themselves alone, conquering and controlling and hoarding and sitting over everything by themselves. Be careful of such attitudes because Jesus did not oblige, Jesus did not consent to chase away the poor, to chase away the hungry. No, he actually sent the same people who had been advising him to chase away the people. He sent them to say, arrange them in rows and groups of hundreds, hundreds, and then guess what? God has put a principle that it is more blessed to give than to receive. So we are going to bless this little and God who is El Shaddai, God who is more than enough, is going to cause everybody to feed and the leftovers will be more than what we started with. We need to turn Africa into a giving continent. We need to turn countries of Africa into giving nations. We need to turn churches into giving churches. We need, I need to appeal and to speak to you you who has been hearing this word when are you going to stop only receiving and begin to give when are you going to start to give also and to plant and to sow into the storehouses where you are being fed I speak to the saint of God, the believer, wherever you are seated. Maybe you are sitting there and you have been fed by that pastor, but that pastor has no has no place to stay, has no th- nothing to eat, has not even clothes to wear, no shoes, but you have just been a consumer. The consumerist mentality, it is a destructive mentality. It is not a kingdom mentality. The kingdom mentality is to be blessed through giving. So, Jesus teaches these principles of governance, and these are the things that are going to accelerate nations where we are going. These are the things that the earth will try to resist. These are the principles that the earth will try to resist. These are the principles that even the systems in this world will try to oppose. But guess what? God is going to change everything. God is going to change everything. God is going to rearrange and reorder everything until everything conforms to the image and likeness of God because God is not going to give up halfway God is not going to have miscarriage the earth will have to birth the earth will have to agree to release and to give birth to upright governments and upright governance and upright governors and upright citizens and upright builders of nations they are going to have space because guess what we are going to pray until the earth opens up and until every corner opens up for the scripture is clear in Psalms 2 verse 8 ask of me and I'll give you nations that's the the command and the promise of God to his son Jesus Christ he says I have put I have set up my son as king upon my holy hill of, of Zion now ask of me now ask of me and I'll give you nations the Christ, the Son of God, that is resident in the church, that is resident in the intercessor of today, must ask from the Father, because the Father wants to usher nations now into God's kingdom, to usher nations, to usher nations, to usher the earth and everything in them into God's alignment. So it's time to pray. It's time to seek his face right now, because the time for just gallivanting, 
and not caring about where this earth and world came from. It's over. And the ultimatum is now. And the ultimatum is over. And everything is going to shift rapidly, rapidly. And then Jesus proceeds. And when he proceeds, when he proceeds, he then says, remember he says to Peter, Satan had desired you that he might sift you. Because Satan doesn't want to hear about the righteous people getting into governance, getting into the kingdom, getting into servant leadership, getting into transformational leadership. Satan doesn't want to hear that. He wants to sift. That's why we ought to pray for leaders. We ought to pray for those that are in authority, whether political, whether commercial business, whether spiritual, whether any platform. We've got to pray for them because the devil doesn't want to hear the stuff that I'm talking about here. Ask me the kind of warfare, the kind of travels that I've had to go through for years, year in, year out, to get to be able to even to utter these words publicly. Just ask me and I'll tell you and you'll not want my name and you'll not want to be associated with me and you'll not want to know me and you'll not want to be next to me because the warfare the warfare has been just too much because guess what the passion is not about myself that's why sometimes I don't even care to announce my name on this broadcast because I don't want to call you primarily firstly to myself I want to call you to Christ I want to call you to the King of Kings I want to call you to the Lord of Lords Primarily, I'm not calling you to my platform. I'm calling you to the kingdom of God. I'm tired, man. I'm tired of places where everybody, including those that have nothing to say, nothing to offer, they are calling everybody. I'm not in that business. I lose nothing when I'm alone with God. But the passion that is my heart and my spirit is that no one should perish, but all people must come to the right knowledge of God and to the alignment with God. And they must be counted among those that were seen by John the Apostle in Revelation chapter 7 walking with the Lamb of God with their robes and garments washed clean by the blood of Jesus and they were coming from the nations, peoples, languages and, 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 and places and they were together with the Lamb of God. This is the passion that we want to see. We want to see not just the 144,000 that came from the 12 tribes of Israel we want to see every nation under the sun aligning under the kingdom of God. That's the passion. That's the passion. That's the sacrifice, what it is about. That is what it is about. That's why this word is urgent. And it must reach you. It must reach everybody. So to come to that, there is warfare. There is resistance. That's why we ought to be strong. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. Put on the whole armor of God that you might be able to, to withstand the evil day. There are so many evil days. There are so many evil days. Somebody told me yesterday, by phone, told me and said, be, be, be warned. Somebody has, some, some people have been sent to Heck your systems. Yeah, and when I woke up in the morning from one group, strangely, my, on that group, WhatsApp platform, it was reporting how supposedly when I was asleep, my, I'm supposed now to have added three people on, onto a certain group. 
I'm supposed to have added. My phone was saying, you added. So and so, so and so, so and so. Now, how can I add people whose numbers I don't even have in my phone? How can I add them to my group or a group? I'm talking about, a, I mean, I'm, talking, I'm not talking of a dream or a vision. I'm talking about yesterday. I, I'm talking to say, Jesus began to speak about such things. He began to speak about that, you know, such things. Phones will be hacked. Laptops will be hacked. Computers will be hacked. Your brains will be hacked. Your friends will be hacked. Anything can be hacked. And so Jesus began to say, guys, get away from boogie thinking now. Now we have come to a place of if you are preaching the kingdom, teaching the kingdom, building the kingdom, you have now come to a place of making the earth to give birth. And guess what? You are going to meet all the jackals. You'll meet all the predators. You'll meet all the beasts. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 32, he says at Ephesus, I fought with the beasts. I fought with the beasts. Guess what? There are times and levels in ministry, in leadership, where you don't think you have got to stop thinking you are dealing with people. You have got to realize that behind the people, there are creatures. There are unseen and invisible creatures. That is why Paul says in Ephesians 6, verse, he speaks there, right there in verse 12, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with principalities, powers, rulers, spiritual forces of wickedness, rulers of darkness in heavenly places. You have got to realize that you are dealing with that. I, I don't care whether you are a pastor, apostle, prophet, whether you are a president of a country, whether you are a speaker of parliament, whether you are chief justice of a country or justice in a high court or Supreme Court or constitutional court or member of parliament. You are seldom dealing with just people. You are dealing with demonic creatures behind things that you don't understand. You don't understand what is happening because things are heard and things are hijacked and diverted and sometimes you will be said to have done what you never do you never did it's that level now contestations for kingdom governance and kingdom order and we must be ready for those types of wars and warfare so that's why he says to peter satan had desire to have you that he might shift you like wheat remember even though peter vowed and, and, and vouched to say no, 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 some others might backslide but not me and whatever it, it is in the same chapter the same chapter same place verse 33 after he had been told this the, then he says I'm ready to go with you both to prison and to death. This is Peter now. It, oh my God, leader, you think you are clever. <laughs> I, I'm ready to go with you, both to prison and to death. Hmm? Take this with a pinch of salt. Don't just eat it raw. <laughs> and Jesus said, I tell you, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before you have denied me that you know me not just once but three times three times and jesus was not playing games 
and then he goes on now to speak and to say to uh, to these people he goes on to say to lovingly and patiently to the disciples uh, he then speaks to them and i want to just thank god right now i want to just thank god right now that uh, he spoke to them with so much love and so much compassion and then he said to them um when i sent you without purse without script without uh, shoes uh, with the, you know did you lack anything and they said we didn't lack anything then he said but now you know what the economy of where you are now going the economy of what you need when you are now going to build the kingdom it's now different from just going to preach somewhere at an open air meeting just witnessing somewhere at a road intersection where you are now going where i'm now sending you you now need to have some budget you now need to have some savings you now need to have some storehouses you now need to have some resources that are definite because guess what the war the warfare is going to become economic it's going to be financial it's going to be material it's going to be logistical it's going to be spiritual it's going to be high level it's not going to be low level it's going to be terrestrial it's, you know celestial celestial on earth it's going to be also terrestrial on earth it's going to be in the heavens it's going to be astral in the air in the spirit world there's going to be warfare it can it can break out at any time and soon and very soon they discover they discovered it when they were preaching at any time anything anything they were preaching was distorted anything that they were speaking was misquoted and they ended up in courts they ended up facing tribunals they some of them were were killed beheaded some of them found themselves dead and they were found dead some of them were were were, were, were speared pierced with the swords and spears and persecuted because the warfare when you are now dealing with the kingdom it's on another level it takes so much prayer that's why i'm calling on intercessors different parts of the world be on high alert be on high alert such things that god is doing now it needs watchmen to stand on the walls according to isaiah 62 i have set watchmen upon your walls and the watchmen that have been deployed on the walls of such a movement such a mandate such a work all over the world they must give him no rest day and night until he has established the righteousness of what god is doing until the light and the lamp and the torch of what god is doing has burned sufficiently throughout every language i like i like it man in, in in psalms chapter 19 there is no language there is no speech where their word is not heard day unto day utter the speech night unto night utter the knowledge i want to see i want to hear this word gone out translated into german translated into Swiss, translated into Mongolian, translated into Chinese, translated into Japanese, Korean, translated into Malay, translated into Mandarin, translated into all languages across every continent. I want to see this translated into Arabic. I want to see this translated into French. I want to see this translated into Swahili. I want to see this published into books. I want to see this published into e-books. I want to see 
this published into hard copies. I want to see this published into newspapers. I want to see this published on audio MP3s. I want to see this become videos. I want to see this becoming everything that must reach every home everywhere all over the world. That is why I'm calling on the craftsmen in the area of media, in the area of designs. I want, I'm calling right now on the bezalers and I'm calling on the artistic craftsmen, the designers, the IT and ICT people, the webmasters to rally on this platform and begin to give it visibility, distribution and dissemination and give it speed while it's the gates of God are still open, while it's the gates of heaven are still open. That is why I'm not stingy with the word. We can't be stingy with the word. It must go out. It must be proclaimed because the kingdoms of this world have to become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ. That is why we must not be afraid of the warfare in Daniel chapter 7, where Daniel saw the rise of the kingdom of God, and he saw four beasts, he saw four creatures, he saw them. But guess what? It was not just satanic creatures. He also saw the four faces of Christ. He saw Christ the eagle. He saw Christ the lion. He saw Christ the ox. He saw Christ the man. He saw at the end of it, Daniel 7 verse 27, the time came when the saints of God possessed the kingdom forever and ever. This is why we must not be retreating because guess what? The kingdom is not a fiction. The kingdom is not an unidentified flying object. It is real. This is why the kingdom that we are preaching, God is able to overthrow and hijack sorcery. He is able to overthrow and hijack COVID-19. He is able to overthrow and hijack satanic instruments that are behind every disaster he is able to overturn that and hijack those platforms and make them into platforms for blessing nations for birthing his order on earth and the earth will give birth but guess what although it takes travailing count yourself in position yourself in walk in step in count yourself tell god after this message kneel down on your knees tell god to count on you tell god that you are now connecting tell god that you are not just going to hear and ignore you are now taking action you are now swimming in you are now jumping in because guess what we need kingdom structures we need kingdom apostolic networks in nations in cities in communities in business in all spheres of operations. We need even governments to connect to the eternal blueprints of God. Governors and public leaders, they will link up, they will connect. Parliamentarians, they will connect because this is for your edification. This is for your sanctification. This is for your blessing. This is for redemption of your people because by now you must be tired of thugs and thieves and death. You must be tired of poverty. You must be tired of miscarriage. God is doing a new thing and be part of it don't be left behind connect with us now in jesus mighty name connect with us we will connect you to where you can implement networks people press battery platforms corporate platforms that you can be part of and you will see the glory of the lord in your own nation in your own city so 
connect with us the quickest and easiest way link with us up on whatsapp platform plus two six three double seven two four three four one zero four any corner of the world we will be able to connect you link you up and god richly bless you you are not going to stand alone you'll never be alone great are the armies of god great are the hosts of god great are the angels of god innumerable company of angels on mount zion heavenly jerusalem the city of the living god the spirits of just men made perfect the church of the firstborn you'll be part of it in jesus mighty name god richly bless you meet you in the next broadcast don't miss out we have more broadcasts coming god bless you